The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Hey, let's go. What's happening? Anything happening? Anything going on? Any, any, any games happen? Anybody win? Anybody lose? What's happening? <laughs> Welcome in on this Reaction Monday. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Feel free to hit them up, favorites.com. The reason I call them hometown heroes is because if you have your insurance with Farm Bureau and something happens... Goodness sakes, we hope not, but if it does, when it does, something happens maybe at an odd time or not, you've got someone you know personally, face-to-face, you have a cell phone number, you just text them, you call them, they're on it right away with you because there's that one-on-one relationship you get with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Kind of like you get here with me on the show, just one-on-one, we get to talk, right? Like you can text me, you can comment on the live stream, it's like we're talking, what we're used to doing that now in 2020. Not via voice, via text in some shape, form, or fashion. But, of course, you can call me on the Divinity phone. We'll open that up for you here as well on Reaction Monday. So, what would you think? Ole Miss didn't get to play this past week. Mississippi State did. State played a lot better than a lot of people. Hand up. Thought that they would against a talented Georgia team. Georgia, too. I mean, for them, think about what Georgia came out of the weekend thinking. Man, if we just had this quarterback the whole year, then what? (laughs) Right? What's his name? JT Daniels? I thought he was good now. I thought he was really good because State's defense totally made Georgia one-dimensional. State just absolutely shut down any and all running game for Georgia. Totally put the game one-dimensionally on the shoulders of that quarterback who had not played in a game yet this year. And he was good. Not only hit the big plays down the field. Now, the first couple he underthrew and got a pass interference that really helped him. But outside of that, he was really good. Pinpoint on the deep ball. They made some great catches. But then also third down passing. You couldn't get JT Daniels off the field because third down, his, his decisions were so good and then accurate with the ball. But at the same time, State was really good on third downs. I think that what it was an interesting stat coming out of the game, JT Daniels was... 10 of 11 passing on third down. Will Rogers was 9 of 11 (laughs) passing on third down. Way deep into the game, it was sometime in the third quarter, um, but but I know the halftime stat was this. At halftime, both quarterbacks were perfect passing on third down. Will Rogers had gone 7 for 7 on third down in the first half. And JT Daniels was three of three on first down, a third down in the first half. And, uh, you know, but still, you think about it. Between the two of them, between the two of them, they threw the ball 22 times on third downs, and it fell incomplete three total times the whole game. I mean, it was two teams going at it. I mean, it really was. For three quarters, State was more physical on the line of scrimmage, I thought, than Georgia for the most part. Well, certainly State's defensive front 
was more physical on the line of scrimmage than Georgia's offensive front. Pretty much the whole game. That's what made Georgia's offense one-dimensional. State's offensive line was really physical, held them out, did a nice job for really three quarters, and then kind of it was almost like Georgia was able to kind of wear them down and then started to get it and be able to make a few plays up front in the fourth quarter when they absolutely had to. Um, but one more thought on it. You know, here's the thing. When you take an offense and totally take your – uh, take one aspect of their offense away. You completely make them one-dimensional. Then it's supposed to be really hard for that one dimension to function at a high level. I guarantee you, with a quarterback playing in the game who had not played yet this year, I guarantee you Mississippi State's plan was defend the run, defend the run, defend the run, defend the run. Put the game on his shoulders. He hadn't played yet. Make him one-dimensional. Don't let him beat you running the ball. Make him beat you throwing it. They did it, and he just beat them. That's how good JT Daniels was. It's one of those games where, as a defense, it's like Daniels and his offense and State and the defense meet at midfield after the game to shake hands, and they both go, hey, man, hats off. Y'all did a great job. You know, And you shake their hand and say, listen, we, our plan was to put the game on your shoulders, and we didn't know if you could beat us. You did. Great job. Throwing and catching. 400 yards and four touchdowns without a, any running game at all. And, and it's again, everybody at that level who plays quarterback is talented. Everybody has a big arm. It's like the other day, look, don't believe everything you see on Twitter. Or, or you can believe it, I guess, whatever, but be careful about going too far. Think about this. I saw a thing on Twitter the other day where ESPN puts a clip out there of the quarterback from uh, – it was BYU. That's who it is. You know, he's got, a, got Zach, whatever his name is, he's playing really well. And it showed a play where he let the ball go at about his own 20-yard line, and the ball was caught out there at the other 20-yard line. It's about a 60-yard throw in the air. And that's a big throw, obviously. And they go, boy, his arm strength is no joke. And I thought to myself, I wanted to tell them, you may not understand this, but just about every starting quarterback in all of Division I college football can throw a football 60 yards at least. <laughs> okay, so letting it go on the 20 and having it come down at the other 20 is like routine warm-ups <laughs> in practice for every Division I quarterback. It's not really a show of string. Now, if he throws it 80 or 90 in the air, now he's done something that very few people can do. So everybody at that level is talented. They all have the athletic ability or they wouldn't be there to begin with. His deal was, even though he hadn't played in the game, Daniels, his decision-making on third downs. State made it easy for him some because there was a lot of zero coverage. Trying to get there, they blocked it up, and you know he's picking out man-to-man -man routes. But decision-making, accuracy, I was really impressed with him. But I was also impressed with Will Rogers. He just seems to be getting better and getting better and getting better. All right. So let's get it started on Reaction Monday this way. Uh, as I get to your comments, I'm going to pour a mug full of coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. High Point Roasters and highpointroasters.com. It's still hot. Still hot. I made it this morning. I want to say hey to JB. JB, how was your weekend? Man, wonderful. Yeah? Wonderful. Had a great time with family, friends, hanging out, Attaboy. cooking out, eating a bunch. Eating a bunch. <laughs> and 
and then uh, did, did a little work yesterday out at the golf course. So, Had a beautiful well, day good. out there. Yeah, it's gotten yeah, a little cooler here for a couple yeah. of days, but that's all right. We kind of expect that this time of year. Um, we'll talk some high school football. Look ahead to the um, North and South half championship matchups this weekend. Then you get into championship football next. All of that. And then you've got comments and stuff coming out today on this Monday uh, from coaches. They're having a weekly teleconference or, or press conferences, I should say. You don't have a release for the kickoff times for games of December the 5th. They're holding on to it. They're going to hold it all the way through Sunday. So, like, so like right now, LSU and Ole Miss or State versus Missouri, we don't have start times. We won't have those until this weekend. They're going to hold it into that six-day window for whatever reason that they want to do that. But right now, I want to get to your reactions and just kind of free-for-all on this Reaction Monday, see what y'all are saying. Let me remind you of the numbers first. If you would like to call the show, I hope you will. Love to hear your voice today on Reaction Monday, your thoughts, opinions, otherwise. On the Divini phone, Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Dial me up, 601-995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. Call me, Divini Equipment. All right, text me on the country pleasing text line. 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, here's the number, 885-3776. You text that number, it'll come in here, we might read it on the air. And then if you're watching the live stream, any of the places, Periscope, uh, Facebook, YouTube, feel free to comment, it'll all come here to one place, I can see all of it, okay? So let's start with, what's up on Facebook? Norman says, good grief, Matt, is that powder blue and red hat on Egg Bowl week. No, man, your TV's messed up or whatever. That's uh, like a... What's that lime green? It's not lime. It's it's teal. It's like a... It's not blue. It's green. It's like a teal green. I don't know. It's green. But it is a red hog on there. Uh, Joy says, hate week. <laughs> uh, Sven, hey, listen, I got ha my hats off. Sven commenting early here on the live stream. He might have been one of the few, maybe the only I can remember last week that kept telling us, hey, the state and Georgia game is going to be closer than people think. Uh, Sven, so here you go. Literally, hats off to you. Good job. You tried to tell us. All right, Brandon watching the live stream says, hey, Matt, Georgia dog here. You guys played a heck of a game on Saturday. Love your content. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Brandon. It was. It was a fun game to watch. You know, right down into the fourth quarter, a little excitement for the people that were there. You know, and it was that, Limited capacity, just like it is everywhere. But Georgia, the way they had them spaced out, the fans, it still gave you a sense you were at a real ball game, you know. So my hats off also to Georgia for the way they put the fans in there and make sure you can have a crowd. Um, Sven said Rogers was good and the front was outstanding. Tony Joe said hats off to the team, Coach Leach, and the coaching staff. Good showing. We lost, but we were very competitive. Yeah. I, and and the whole moral victory thing, there's a lot of people going, you know, good job, played hard, really did, you know, had the numbers kind of against them. Not really surprised that they, in some ways, just a few spots, a few times seemed to sort of wear out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and just playing fewer people. Maybe that did happen. I don't know that the defense necessarily looked worn out, to be honest with you. Um it's got beat some by some good players a few times on offense. You know, you give up four really explosive plays. You know, the Georgia getting explosive plays in the pass game. But State was going man-to-man, -man and 
you know, challenging them to hit them, and they did. Uh, Coach Nick says, Matt, that was a good game, one of the best I've seen all year. It was. It, you know, competitive. It wasn't a sloppy. Neither team turned the ball over. Uh, both teams making play. It was just a good game. As a State fan, you hate that State came up on the short end. But that's what I was going to say to the earlier comment. It kind of speaks to how, what's the word, stagnant the offense and everything had looked at times this year that even coming out of a loss, there's a lot of State fans today on Monday going, boy, it sure is a relief to watch that. You know, what, let's see, 17, what, yeah. so three offensive touchdowns and a field goal. Uh, Sheila said, the name is Will Rogers, our QB for the future. Awesome game. Good to see y'all. Keep the comments coming. All right, here we go on this Reaction Monday Country Please and text line. Country Please and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Walk up in there and say, Country Pleasing, please. Anthony says, okay, we lost. But it wasn't as bad as you thought. <laughs> You don't have to eat crow, but at least taste the sauce. That's from Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, I'll tell you what. I, I I didn't have a whole lot of hope in state playing that well. Didn't see it coming. A lot of it had to do with low numbers, but I learned a lesson. I started feeling it, though, the day of. When I walked in the stadium, you know, I had to drive over there Saturday morning. And it's easy enough drive. Only ran into a little bit of traffic in Atlanta because it was a weekend. Uh Drive up to campus. Really, you know, Georgia's got a beautiful campus. All of them are. You know, I find myself saying that a lot. The fact is, all the campuses are pretty. They are. And parked, and I'm walking up to the stadium, and that's when it hit me. Like, I walk in, I can see the field, and it just, I was like a, I needed that in-person reminder that you see the field, it's all painted up, and, and then the the spark hits in your head, and you remember what it's like to play. And the idea that you've got more players than us, you're going, who cares? That's no excuse. We put 11 out there at a time. Let's go play. We're here to play a game. You know, so they got in there and played. I think there was an element, too, of State had a lot of young guys who were really shot out of a cannon at the beginning of that game. Physically, they were intense. They were fired up because of getting the play. Like you're wearing a uniform, and you're not just there to, you know, go in and if you get up by 30 or if you get down by 30, you know, you're there to actually play meaningful snaps. And I think it fired some guys up. Young guys played well. Cam Young, defensive lineman, played really well. Uh, Bookie Watson, Nathaniel Watson, number 14, the linebacker, sophomore. Had to play the outside position. Hadn't really practiced there or played there, but he had to go play there and, and did pretty well. All right, unnamed texture says, Leak Academy, Rebels. One of the uh, see won the MAIS Class Five A state championship. Finished thirteen and zero. Hats off to Leak. Rebel Ghost Rider says, "Fancy pants uniform will y'all be wearing this week?" Oh, what fancy? <laughs> you forgot the word what? And he typed it earlier this morning. What fancy pants uniform will MSU wear this week? I don't know. That is a good question. If they if they have super duper egg bowl uniforms, I don't know. I haven't seen or read or heard anything about it. Not that you're really interested either, are you? 
No, I don't really care. I mean, paint them all gold. So what? As long as they look different and we can read the numbers from the press box, so what? That's right. Uh, let's see. Tiger David says, LSU won in all caps with three exclamation points. Hey, yeah, they did. They did. Hey, JB, as, yeah, I, as I was driving to Athens on Saturday, I was listening because it was an 11 a.m. game. I was listening to LSU in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And it was just to the Arkansas broadcast. And at one point, they go to the sideline guy. And the Arkansas broadcaster goes, hey, and he calls his name and he says, um, it looks like I see people pulling out the ponchos and covering up. You must have some rain falling down there. And the guy did this. He goes, he's on the sideline. He goes, yeah, we got a little bit of participation. Uh, <laughs> and then he paused and he thought and he went, yeah, it's raining down here. <laughs> he pulled a Jake Wimberly. He pulled a Jake. He was thinking precipitation. Right. He started to say participation. Yeah. He stopped himself and couldn't think of it and just said, yeah, it's raining. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that's perfect. It's even better when you hear it live. That's right. <laughs> and it's not you making the mistake. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some participation. Uh, yeah, it's raining. Ready Teddy says moral victories do mean something. If I fought Mike Tyson and didn't get killed, that would be a moral victory. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess so. I mean, but moral, why are they called moral? All right. Bigglesworth on the country pleasing text says, were those black Georgia jerseys with the fake spiked collars as awesome in person as they looked on TV. I didn't even notice it, Bigglesworth. That's the first I realized Georgia had on black jerseys. Um, Rebel Tiger Dog. We've talked about him before. Rebel Tiger Dog. I don't know where it is. Let's try the basket. If it's not in the basket, Andy, look in the car. She's looking for my wallet. Rebel Tiger Dog says, to start this Thanksgiving week, I'd like to say I'm so thankful for my son, a senior defensive end number 17, Jarrett Watkins at Link Academy. The Rebels going out with a perfect 13-0 season and state champs. Congrats to all the players and coaches. Proud dad could not ask for a better ending. Man, Pretty cool. yeah. 13 Pretty and 0. Cool. Yep. Them and JA. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you mean MRA? Yeah, what a, yeah. I was thinking, Jay, you know, Jay got beat. Yeah. By the by, the way, that score was pretty close. It was. Well, I noticed that it was very lopsided. Forty-one to fourteen. Forty-one fourteen. Uh, Derek, country pleasing text says, "With every game, we're getting closer to baseball season." Derek is a big baseball fan. Yeah, but <laughs> Derek, I hate to be that guy, but what kind of baseball season are we going to have? Hmm? A full one? Fans, yes, no? Let's ask him. Uh, Brian, watching the live stream, brings up an interesting point. Instead of moral victory, he says it should be morale victory. A morale victory. Put an E on the end. Yeah. <laughs> because, it, you know, it's, it's a yeah. loss that boosts morale. Right. Can you think of any legit examples of losses that were morale boosters? Yes. I can, too. I mean, they exist. I've heard... Or certain things that serve as morale boosters. Yeah. 
i.e. the bloody sock. Yeah, sure, right. I've heard um, others, but I remember hearing Scott Strickland. He was the AD at the time, 2013, when State went to College Station. It was Johnny Manziel's last year. Dak Prescott went. He was a quarterback, 2013. This is before he got hurt. Played. State got after him, scored a bunch of points. Uh, kind of went up and down the field, but Manziel and them pulled it out at the end. But even though it was a loss, I remember hearing others, but also Scott was telling me that there was something about that game. I could sense it on the sideline and afterwards that it was there was some kind of signal in that game to our team that everything was going the direction it was supposed to go, and they were much better after that. And then you win the Egg Bowl, then you win a bowl game blowing out, and then a year later you're number one in the country for a while in terms of your ranking because you beat LSU and beat Auburn. And he pointed back to something in that loss, but the way they played at Texas A&M in 2013 as being the, the spark for all of that. So, you know, I mean, I think there is something to it. There's some examples. But it has to play out to see if it actually was <laughs> a meaningful morale victory. Okay. Doesn't sound as good. That's right. It doesn't. State this week is trying to do something in the Egg Bowl that it has only done once since the game started playing back on the college campuses, way back when Jackie Sherrill got the job at the beginning of that decade of the 90s. State's only done this once the whole time. They're trying to do it again. I'll tell you what it is next. Stick around. 